breaking news! Brittany Broski is in Park City. I repeat, Brittany Broski is in Park City. Hello? You're currently on the phone with KCK. Yep, that's me. Wasn't that just the most amazing editing job you've ever heard? <laughs> I did all that in the span of like, I don't know, five minutes. It's actually a lot easier than you would think. Um, yeah, it's just goes to show that most things are easier than people think they are. Like there's so many things that I, I do or I put off for a long, long time. And then it takes me like four and a half seconds to do. And I'm like, oh. Well, why didn't I just do this in the first place? <laughs> that was one of them. So um, there was no engineering team behind that wonderful masterpiece of an introduction. <clears throat> and if any of you recognize that, that is the um, news segment part from SpongeBob. Sorry, my throat. I need to clear it one second. All right, there we go. Much better. I just cleared my throat with some nice, fresh, pure <laughs> Alani <laughs> cherry slush flavor. Um yeah, I actually um, am trying to cut down on energy drinks because I they're probably not the best for you. Um, and I don't like coffee, and I think it's just a habit. I kind of go through these phases with uh, basically everything, um, <clears throat> and I don't know, maybe this phase is coming to an end. I still like them, but I just, I get, um, what am I trying to say, like overly obsessed with things for a minute and then it kind of dies off so who knows but I also heard that they're terrible for your stomach like your digestive system and um you're not supposed to have caffeine for like an hour and a half or longer after you wake up so I'm gonna try and cut it down to one a day at lunchtime maybe <clears throat> um but they're just so good it's like my favorite thing it's like why would I stop my favorite thing in the whole wide world but, you know, you got to be healthy because if you all remember from last week, I was sick and it did not last just a couple days. It is still lingering. You can kind of hear it. Um, yesterday was the first day I kind of felt back to normal. <clears throat> I thought I was back to normal on Friday. But for some reason, every single night around 7 or 8 p.m., you know, right when I want to go to bed, um, I get these like coughing fits and I cannot stop coughing and like cough drops won't help. Like nothing helps. And it's so frustrating. And I'm like, I'm going to start coughing up blood. Like, I don't know what is in. Well, <laughs> I guess if you would have seen what was coming out of my lungs, um, sorry, this is probably too much information, but y'all, y'all always ask me to talk about myself. So <laughs> here we go. Um, every morning when I wake up, not, this is the first morning this has not happened. <clears throat> in a week. Um, it feels like someone has poured rubber cement glue down my throat and my nose is just completely, you know, like when they like, um, do, <clears throat> what am I trying to, like, I guess is it silicone where they like plaster your face and do like a face mold or whatever. Like it feels like someone has shoved all that stuff up my nose. Like the, the amount of time to get just functioning in the mornings was probably like 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. Like I'd have to drink so much water. I'd have to blow my nose several times um, <clears throat> just to get all the gunk out of my system. It was disgusting. Like I feel like my eyes were like glued shut. <laughs> it was awful. It was so annoying. <clears throat> Granted, it wasn't the worst cold I've ever had. Sorry, <laughs> my voice again, as soon as I want to start talking. Anyway, it's not the worst um, <clears throat> cold I've ever had. Um, but it was giving me flashbacks to when I had COVID. COVID was horrible. I had like the first round. It was later in the year. It was like November of 2020. And I, I had this feeling, I was doing like a Friendsgiving party and I just had this feeling to cancel it. I'm like, I, I just, something's not, the vibes are not vibing right now. And so I canceled it and like less than a week later or something, I, um, get struck by COVID and it was not fun. Um, <clears throat> like it, it was so weird. If you, if any of you had COVID, 
it came in like waves. Like the first time, the first night I felt like someone was beating the shit out of me with a bat all night long. Like I could not lay in any position without my body just aching and being so miserable. And then it was exhaustion. I was so exhausted. I could barely do anything. I could barely keep my eyes open. Um, I probably should not have driven. I drove to work and I'm like, I, there's something wrong with me. I'm, I'm going to go home. Like my boss was talking to me and I was falling asleep as she was talking to me. Um, so I went into like a COVID testing site and spit into a little tube and sure enough, I had it. <clears throat> so then I got home and I, I can't remember what I did. I think I slept for a couple days and then I finally felt back to normal and I'm like, oh good. And then I couldn't smell or taste anything. I'm like, oh my God, really? really but then like you would not you would have thought I hadn't worked out or moved my body in seven months like just walking up the stairs I'd have to sit down and take like a break because I was so tired and my lungs I just could not get any air and so that was what this was kind of bringing back was those horrible memories (laughs) um I like felt like I was like so out of shape and I probably in the best shape I've ever been in my life and, uh, <clears throat> so that was disheartening because I think all the work I put in the last couple months has just gone down the drain. Um, but through all of this, you guys, I've taken my creatine every single day. So be proud of me. Um, yeah. Anyways, I had a hard time catching my breath. I feel like this, all this sickness was in my lungs because <clears throat> the stuff that was coming out of my lungs, you guys, was from the pits of hell. Like it was so nasty. I have a, I imagine it's like, um, what the bottom of the barrels of like the monster factory look like, you know, the monster energy or rockstar, probably even bang, honestly, it was bad. And like, it was like slime from like Nickelodeon, like that time they tried to kill Katy Perry. (laughs) Like it was awful. Like, you know, when there's like, um, chemicals in water and like the sun shines on it and you can kind of see the the chemical rings or whatever that's like what was coming out of my body I yeah it was awful and so I think that's why I cannot I like cough all the time because my body is like trying to get rid of all this crap so I just made sure to stay super hydrated um and that helped a lot but it is still lingering and like yesterday was the first day I felt pretty normal but my head had so much pressure in it and I don't know, like, how to explain it, like, when I'm talking like that. Like, it felt like there was lukewarm water in my head everywhere. And it was just, like, there was one night I was coughing so bad that I was getting a headache. Like, every time I'd cough, it was, like, this pounding in my head. I don't know why I'm talking about all this, because I hate when people talk about when they're sick. But, you know what? You're here. You heard me last week. You're invested. So, now you know. I'm back to normal, but now I have to get myself motivated to go back to the gym again. Which, I love going to the gym, but I hate, like, restarting. It is so frustrating. Like, when you're in a good flow, it just feels so good. But, like, once you take, like, that's what's the problem. Is like, when you go on vacation and stuff, it's like, <clears throat> you can't take all your supplements. And stuff. I mean, I guess you can, but what a pain. You can't take all your supplements. You can't take all your health food. You're obviously going to eat, like, not healthy. And you just kind of derail. And so I feel like this is kind of how it went. Although I didn't eat bad, I ate pretty good. Um, but still, I hate when plans change. <laughs> um, but, oh well, I guess I'll start again. Um, <clears throat> at least I didn't gain any weight. That's a good thing. So, anyway, um, back to the original, like, very first of this episode. Brittany Broski is in Utah. And she is there with Audible, and she... Like, what a good pairing, first of all, because she talks about books, like, all the time. Like, the amount of books this girl reads is insane. And I'm like, what would it be like just to have time just to, like, sit and read? Like, how fun. And, like, I love how bookstores are becoming a thing again. I feel like TikTok has revived the book industry. And I just saw a thing yesterday where it said romance novels are the highest selling genre um, of all time right now. Since 2020 or something. And it's probably because of TikTok, because of book talk, <clears throat> and all you girls who like your <laughs> smutty little books, <laughs> sitting in bed next to your husbands reading those smutty little books. But yeah, I mean, go off. My grandma used to read those books. Like the covers that she would have on those books that she'd read were unhinged. I'm like, Kate, the person that drew this, 
has some very built up uh, sexual tension and like we'd be like the dentist office or like the doctor's office or i don't know the movie theater and she'd just pull out her book it's like basically a more than half naked man on the cover like laying on top of a woman i'm like kate this is like but she didn't care she did not care she was ahead of the time she was ahead of the curve but um yeah britney's like i feel like every tiktok i see or every um podcast episode i listen to she's talking about a book that she's read or a whole entire freaking series and like she knows so much like i'm like how do you retain that much information like you'd have i don't know i i'm not good at retaining information from books i am not interested in and it's it's so fresh like it's so time consuming to like hope and wonder am i going to be interested in this book and it's like when do i give up when do i stop reading you know and then some books you just can't put down so I don't know. I guess that's first world problems, but I would like to, I, my friend Mallory always tells me, she's like, you mentioned several times in your book that your only dream in life is to be able to read a book and not fall asleep. I'm like, well, you know what? That's my life right now. Um, hopefully I just kind of rearrange my schedule so I won't be working as much. Um, but I'll still be getting that pay. So that's good. Um, but I just, I miss free time. I think back to when I was unemployed for several years and I said, what did I do? It is so easy for me to, uh, especially when I'm just home to just waste time. I do not know how people work from home at all. I would get nothing done. I would be the most unproductive employee ever. Uh, yeah, there's no way. And I just get into these zones. I'm like, well, I can just take a little nap. And then that nap turns into like three hours. And I'm like, Hmm. Well, it's probably too late to start a project anyways, so I'll just start tomorrow. And then I just watch TV for seven hours. So I should probably not do that, especially if I'm branching out on my own and eventually want to, you know, do this for full time or whatever. But yeah, um, sorry, I, it is so easy to get off topic. Anyway, um, my friend Catherine and my friends, I should say, Catherine and Dalton, um, went to Park City this weekend because it is Sundance Film Festival, and um, they saw Will Ferrell. They saw the guy from White Lotus, the one Aubrey Plaza is married to. Um, they saw uh, the girl from You. I stopped watching that after they killed off Peach Salinger, the best character on that show. So I don't know much about the show, but Love, <clears throat> I guess, is her name. They saw her. Um, I guess they were invited to Whitney Rose's party, but, um, Catherine's license was expired, so they couldn't go in, so Catherine's sister and her cousin went in, and they actually said it was quite lame, um, I don't know if it was just starting or what, but they said there was, like, five people in there and one DJ, and Whitney Rose was nowhere to be found, so her cousin left, um, but, yeah, they didn't see Whitney Rose, but in my mind, when she told me, she's like, do you want to come to, uh, Park City with me on Sunday? Um, we're gonna go walk around. I'm like, oh, I wish I could, but I've got to go like haul some horses for my mom. And, and honestly, I just the thought of going up there, um, because I was at that point, I was still sick when she asked me. I'm like, I am not doing that. That sounds horrible. Um, but I was like, I wonder if she'll see Brittany Broski. And she calls me, which Catherine never, we never really call each other. We only do it when it's like we need some information really quickly or, um, I guess that's the only, <laughs> the only time we call each other. Um, it's so funny when we call each other, we're like, hello. It's like so awkward. It's like we don't know what to say or do because we just don't call each other. Um, she was like so excited. She's like, guess who I just met? And I was like, who? I should have known. And she's like, Brittany Broski. I'm like, oh, I knew it. I had a feeling you guys would see her. She's like, yeah, we were just sitting on a bench and she was just walking by. I'm like, that is so cool. Like, And so she's like, I got up and talked to her and she's like... I love you so much. Like I hyper fixate on like basically everything you do, except for ghosts from, from, uh, what, what was I gonna say? Mortal Kombat, uh, call of duty. And she's like, nice, nice. And I think she talked to her for a few minutes. And, um, uh, my cousin Georgie's like, why did she not plug your podcast to her? And I was like, I don't think so. And so I text Catherine that I was like, Georgie wants to know why you didn't plug my podcast. And she's like, that's what Dalton said too. And Dalton was like, do you, you should have told her, do you want to come and record a podcast at 4am? <laughs> 
Wouldn't that be iconic? Wouldn't you guys just die if you heard Brittany Broski's voice on my podcast and she was here in my podcast room? I'd clean it up for her because it's not, it's, it's pretty messy right now. But, um, that, wow. I don't know. I, I might retire at that point. Like what an iconic character and guest to have on the podcast this early in. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was like, well, that's okay, because when we're friends, I'll tell her all about this story. I was like, when I'm on her podcast or she's on mine, I was like, I'll tell her about this story and we'll laugh, because that's just what friends do. But uh, yeah, so um, I'm super jealous of that. And um, yeah, maybe someday. I went to uh, Sundance once, and I guess this is one of the other reasons I didn't want to go. So I don't know what they did or how they got around it, but like I had to park like 10 miles away and wait for a bus with hundreds of other people. It took me like two hours just to get into the city. And I, I was like, this is not even worth it. And I, we saw the guy from, um, from Bridesmaids, the cop. We saw him and he's actually really tall. He is way tall. I was like, I almost like, it took like didn't take my breath away, but like it like kind of shocked me. I'm like, I did not expect you to be that tall. So we saw him. Uh, my friend, my cousin saw Chelsea Handler. They were kind of like behind this hotel, walking up this sidewalk because it was less busy. And all of a sudden, this huge entourage comes out, and Chelsea Handler's in the middle of it. <laughs> my cousin's like, "Hi, Chelsea," <laughs> and she looks at her and kind of does this like awkward wave and keeps walking. Oh, I think Charlize Theron was with her too. Um, but me and my cousin love, love, love Chelsea Handler. So it was kind of like starstruck for her. And then I show up two minutes later. I was so pissed. So I don't know. Sundance is for some people, but I don't love it. Um, maybe I just went at the wrong time. So maybe next year I won't have a, you know, uh, job schedule that makes me exhausted. So I just want to sleep on Sundays and I will be able to go, um, Who else was there at Sundance? I think Benson Boone showed up because he has a new song out, which I think it debuted at like number four or something. It had like five million streams on Spotify, which is pretty massive because Ariana's song um, debuted at seven and a half million. So, I mean, I may know that's a couple million more, but that's pretty impressive for someone who is not the most well-known. I mean, he has like four million followers on TikTok, but still, that's, I mean good for him um i think yeah but i think he came to utah i'm guessing he went to park city because that's where all the famous people are right now um but yeah Brittany broski got to interview like so many people and the last one i just saw this morning she interviewed was glenn powell i'm like what a just what a crazy life she went from working i think in a not a call center but she worked at like for health insurance i think and she was just miserable and uh i think she ended up it was like getting fired and quitting at the same time. I think she quit before she could get fired. And look at her life now. I mean, how amazing. You just get to read books whenever you want and post funny videos. I don't know. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people do TikTok and stuff and just are so vulnerable. But who knows? I got to start doing it. So you might just see some cringe content for a while. It's like, oh, I guess it's only really cringe until you get successful. I guess... In my mind, that's how it is. But what if you just, what if it takes so long to be successful and you're just cringe for a long, long time? I will say some people are not good at lip syncing. Like when people are lip syncing songs and they are barely moving their mouths, I'm like, that, that's probably my biggest pet peeve on TikTok. I'm like, I, I've unfollowed people from that. I'm like, you're not even enunciating. You can tell like, what do you, stop whisper lip syncing. Like, commit like to the actual lip syncing like some this seriously this one guy was barely moving his lips like i'm like kate and i think his teeth were clenched i'm like you're not lip syncing what are you oh it's so frustrating so i don't know why that bothers me so much but it does okay should we get into actual um current events of uh celebrities um i actually just saw this literally I don't know, half hour ago, um, Avril Lavigne is going on tour, her greatest hits tour, which I feel like she's too young to have a greatest hits tour. I don't, maybe that's, is that just me or like, I feel like you have to be like Elton John type age to be a greatest hits tour. Billy 
Joel or whatever. How old is she? Avril Levine. Avril Levine. She's only 39 years old. <laughs> what the f Why is she going on a greatest hits tour? That is so interesting to me. It's also interesting to me that she's dating um, Tyga. Uh, she went from Chad Kroger. Is that his name? Chad Kroger from Nickelback, which enough with the Nickelback slander. Nickelback is actually really good, you guys. Stop it. Um, yeah, she's going on a greatest hits tour, and guess what? She's not coming to Utah. People just don't come to Utah anymore. It really, really pisses me off. So the closest she's coming, if you guys want to go, she's going to um, Las Vegas on June 1st and um, Phoenix on June 2nd. So she's not even doing Denver. I have a feeling she'll announce more, <clears throat> more tours or whatever, more dates. But as of right now, that's it. And her openers are All Time Low, Simple Plan, Royal and the Serpent, and Girlfriends. Um, I've only heard of two of those b bands. I don't know if they're bands or people. So, yeah. I'm not going. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, I, again, Greatest Hits Tour, for 39 years old. What I... That bothers me. That bothers me so much. I think people would be surprised at how many Avril Lavigne songs they know and um, are actually quite catchy. So maybe give her a listen. Give her some streams. I think she's doing fine, but I mean, you know, couldn't hurt to look. Skater Boy, Girlfriend, My Happy Ending, I'm With You, um, When You're Gone. Look at this. Complicated. Oh my gosh, that song. When I was young, Avril Lavigne was like, everything she was so popular she was so cool she was so edgy <laughs> like people wanted to be her um yeah i love i love avril lavigne but i will not be going in solidarity for people not coming to utah i think the only um major person coming to utah that i know of right now is olivia rodrigo she's going to the delta center which is the biggest venue that utah has and then um Madison Beer, which she's not going, I think she's going to the complex or something, which is not very big. That's the only two people I know of coming to Utah this summer. And I'm like, I'm, I think there's tons of country people coming because that's just kind of more of the demographic. But like Nicki Minaj said she was coming to Utah, and then when she announced the real dates, she got rid of it completely. I'm like, that is so disheartening. I mean, I know they do studies and tests and like surveys to see like, where they should go and where they shouldn't. And so that obviously means people, there's not like a huge demographic for those kinds of like artists, but I, I don't know. It's just really annoying. And now that like the big artists are doing stadiums, they'll never come to Utah, which is fine because uh, Las Vegas is fun to go to. And you all know, I will be staying at the Excalibur <laughs> so I can just walk over to the venue and walk back. Um, yeah, so that's breaking, breaking news, because that happened just this morning. Um, did you guys see Kim Kardashian's office tour for Skin? So I think I think her and Kylie and um, I don't think Courtney, and I think, so Safely is a brand that Chris owns. So there's this girl that um, is a part of all, basically all of their companies. Um, oh, why did you forget her name? Sorry, one second. Let me Google it. Um, what am I trying to say? Safely. <clears throat> Anyways, she's a part of like all of their um, companies, and she she's got to be like so filthy rich because she's so good at marketing. Anyways, Safely is a cleaning like brand that Chris owns with this lady, and I love it. I love the smells. Smells so good. Like, it actually works. They have laundry detergent. They have um, glass cleaner. They have universal cleaner. Um, they have, like, four or five different scents. They have uh, wall plug-in things. Um, but, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm getting off. How do I find this lady? She's on a cover with um, <clears throat> Chloe recently. Uh, oh, my gosh. Let me see. Safely owners. Oh, Emma Greed. Um, yeah, she's part of Good American. She's part of Safely. She's a part of, uh, I think she's a part of Skin. Um, what companies? Uh, 
just me typing the rest of the episode. Oh, it's Skims. Okay. Uh, she is a CEO and co-founder of the denim company Good America, a founding partner of Skims and co-founder of Safely. So, <laughs> that's crazy. She should be a part of um, Kylie Cosmetics. She'd be so filthy rich. Anyway, what was I... So I think there's a complex that they all work at. I just, I read a magazine article with Kylie and basically all of their companies have this one business complex thing that they all are a part of. Um, but I guess uh, Skin got a new office and Kim did a tour of it. And this is actually my dream. I've always wanted one of these, like a giant hallway or just a huge room. And like my favorite... Um, like album covers or vinyls or whatever hanging on the wall framed my favorite magazine covers hanging on the wall framed like kim has every single one of her magazine covers um framed and hanging in this like hallway i'm like how iconic is that um do you guys remember when uh well kim's first magazine cover was um canine canine weekly or something it was a dog magazine which is so funny because kim does not like animals that much and so for her to be on a dog magazine for her first ever magazine cover she's like we were so desperate we would have done anything and then flash forward like a few years later when she's finally starting to get like recognized and stuff she's like her publicist is like hey so like what are your goals what do you want to do and she's like i want to i want really want to be on the cover of cosmopolitan and she's like, oh, Kim, honey, let's just be honest. That's never going to happen. I'm like, oh, that is so awkward. Because now she's like literally on basically every magazine you could imagine. Um, I just, I, I really wonder what people think. Like that, that uh, reject celebrities, you know, and then they actually become super mega famous. Um, I just, I want to know what they're thinking. Like, are they pretending to not care or are they like, very like vulnerable and be like oh i messed up like <clears throat> uh katie perry had the opportunity to sign um billy eilish and she didn't and she's like big mistake that was a huge mistake so i just wonder like what what people think like that that i mean I, it's hard because like you would look at kim kardashian and think like well, what are you gonna do you know what i mean she really hadn't proved much at that point um i think up until then she was just hanging out with paris hilton but um, I don't think anybody really saw <clears throat> Kim becoming what she is today, except for Kim. I think Kim always had that in mind, but, um, how wild, how wild to, to and how good, is, like, did Kim feel when she got her first Cosmopolitan cover? Like, you know, she was just on cloud nine, just like so happy. And so like, just, you know, I don't know. I wonder what magazine she got on. Probably Forbes, or not Forbes. Um, well, that too, but um, Vogue. Probably when she got on Vogue, um, she realized that she made it. But I think her first Vogue cover was with Kanye. It's with him and the and North as a baby, and then Kim. Um, anyway, I just it's interesting to me. Oh, so so she has a whole a hallway full of her magazine covers framed. She has a custom mannequin that is tailored to her size. So she probably just have fittings without having to try everything on. Um, she has a 3d model of her brain and her private plane. Uh, she has a, <clears throat> uh, a tanning bed and an infrared bed. I don't know what the difference between those are. And people are like, I will, I will admit when I first saw, it, I was like, Oh, are tanning beds a thing again? And people were talking about it, like, on TikTok and stuff. She's like, um, are we supposed to be doing tanning beds again? I thought they were super dangerous. And Kim's like, I don't really ever use them, but I have psoriasis and it really helps sometimes. So I don't know if, like, the heat helps or I don't know. I don't know how that works, but she said it helps. I don't know. Maybe if it helps even her skin tone out or something, but, um, she hides it pretty well if you have psoriasis. I'm sure she has, like, the best medicine and the best diet on the planet, but, um, you really can't tell that she has it. So whatever she's using to cover it up is pretty amazing. Um, but she also did just announce that she's bringing her makeup back. Um, it's not KKW anymore. She shut down KKW Fragrance, KKW Beauty. <clears throat> and was there one other one? And she just restarted basically because she was obviously getting a divorce and needed to rebrand. But, um, 
she started with skin um, because she's like, I just wanted to go back to like the base layer. I wanted to go back, like start uh, with a clean slate, just start with like what people do first, which is skincare. So that's why skin is first. And then she came out with, um, <clears throat> with uh, makeup now. I really hope she brings her fragrance back because they smelled so good. And then she eventually wants to just have one website so you can buy everything all at once, like um, skims, uh, makeup, skincare, fragrance. Um, who, who knows what else she's got in the works? Do you ever just sit there and wonder like what celebrities have planned? Like what movies are being produced right now that are going to be like so popular and people are obsessed with them? Like what new things are coming out? What new music's being made right now that people like like the new summer anthems or summer bops like do you ever just sit and think like how much is in the in the works even just like three or four years out i do <laughs> i sit and think about it a lot um the same with kim kardashian it's like what do you what do you have next what are you going to do next so um anyway color cosmetics she has um lipstick lip liner and um eyeshadow and they're all supposed to replicate her old stuff and she even like went through and said, if you liked this from KKW, then um, you'll like this from uh, Skin by Kim. Which I, I keep hearing color cosmetics. I don't know what that means. Um, I think the makeup is actually just called Skin by Kim, which is confusing, honestly. Is is the skincare just skin? I don't know. Anyway, and then she has a whole room too of all of her products, like just everywhere shelves. Oops, sorry, my phone just fell. Shelves and shelves of her products. I'm like, oh, I would die. Could you imagine just being able to go in and restock your whatever you needed, all your skincare, just like go down the hall to your office and and grab all what you need? I just, I don't know. The amount of like promos and uh, um, PR boxes and stuff they send to people. It's like, <clears throat> is that financially worth it? And, like, how much does this stuff actually cost to make? I hear, like, skincare stuff. Like, the cost to make it is so minimal compared to what they sell it for. I mean, I work at a furniture store, and the markup there is absolutely insane. Like, when people come in, I'm like, I cannot believe people are paying full price for this stuff, knowing what I get it for. So, I don't know. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, oh. Okay, so if you know me, <clears throat> you know... Coachella sounds like my biggest nightmare of all time. I do not understand how somebody could go to Coachella and think, wow, this is the best thing I've ever been to. I cannot even tell you how much I do not have FOMO for this event. This <clears throat> Coachella <laughs> sounds horrible horrible first of all you have to be um i was gonna say pregnant <laughs> you have to be drunk for basically the whole thing or else you're just not cool um or you have to do massive amounts of drugs and i don't do drugs and i don't want to be drunk for three days straight so i i just don't get the appeal i do not i don't get the appeal of waiting in line i don't get the appeal of waiting in line in the hot desert I don't get the appeal of paying $10 for a water bottle while waiting in line for that water bottle. I don't get the appeal of going to porta potties. I don't get the appeal of paying uh, 10 times the price for hotel rooms. I And some people camp. My friends went last year and they camped out and you had to wait in line to go to the showers. I'm like, you guys, this sounds awful. This sounds horrible. I Is there anyone out there that th agrees with me? I Coachella sounds... <laughs> I don't... I just... Oh, it's making me angry how much I hate it. There is probably not one artist I would go to see at Coachella. Because first of all, it's not going to be like one of their concerts. It's going to be just thousands of drunk and like uh, cracked out people just like sitting on each other's shoulders and shoving and pushing and throwing up and passing out. Like, I don't get the appeal of Coachella at all. Not one bit. And I'm sorry, you guys, your outfits are effing terrible. They're awful. They're so ugly. They are so ugly. I, I feel like we're, we're uh, kind of careening towards back towards the early 2000s of fashion. I meant to say this during when I watched Mean Girls. 
their clothes were awful. I'm so sorry. They were bad. Like, I, and I, I see people on, like, TikTok and stuff, and I'm like, Kate, you guys aren't even, like, trying. Like, there was this one couple um, that I saw, and they're like, get ready with us to go run errands or whatever, you know? And, like, the finished product, in my mind, I was like, it was like the Kim Kardashian. You guys, you look like clowns. Seriously, that's what I thought. Like, I, I think we're getting too far over into, like, the... Um, uh, thrifting, you know, like people are just putting whatever on whatever, like it, it doesn't match. Um, the sizes are all wrong. Like, and that's just how Coachella is. Coachella people wear the most horrible, horrible clothes. I'm just like, it, it's not even worth it. And most people just go to, um, to take pictures. That's it. I'm like, I can guarantee you, I would rather do many other things. I'd rather go on the Mormon trek again than go to Coachella. And the Mormon trek was one of the worst experiences of my entire life. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. And, okay, let's see the, the lineups. First of all, Friday. Oh, because there's two weekends. I was going to say, what? So is it the same people each weekend? I See, this is how little I care about this horrible event. Um, yeah, no. I, I need to be able to sit down. Like, me and Catherine always talk about this, and I think my cousin Sadie has said it too. Like, when we go to concerts, we want to have a seat. No more general admission. Um, I want a seat. So if I want to sit down, I can sit down. But if I want to stand up, I will stand up. But guess what? I have the option to sit down, and I know it, and that brings me peace. Um, like Brittany Broski said, it is her God-given right to lie down. <laughs> um so the fact that you just have nowhere to lounge, nowhere to relax, nowhere to rest at this place, and you, I think everyone's aware of how much I like my sleep. So this just, you know what? If you like this place, good for you. I Let's see, how, how much are tickets? How much are tickets to this horrible, horrendous event? And it's like, are we going to do the same thing every day? That, like, spiral, like, um, that spiral, colorful... I don't know, staircase thing and the, the, uh, um, Ferris wheel thing. Oh my God. Look at this general admission weekend one and two, $500. Oh, it's already sold out. One of them. Oh no, $600 for the most expensive package. It's the same price, right? They're doing both weekends and they're doing, I'm like, why don't you, they're the same price. I'm like, just add them all into one. Um, General admission with a shuttle is 720 You know you're going to be waiting in line for that shuttle for hours. Like, it's not even worth it. I, I just don't get the hype. Oh, look, here's VIP. $1,300. <clears throat> car camping. You had to pay to car camp. Preferred car camping. Don't rush. Arrive at your leisure and guaranteed a spot. I just don't. That's $375. Tent camping. No. I'm so sorry, you guys. Wait, what is this? Ready to go. Oh, you can rent a lodge for yourself now. Ready to go. 8 by 12 by 8 wooden lodge. Lockable door. Three windows. Okay, see, this This might be... I'm not paying $5,000 for it. Oh, look. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with people? $11,000. The ultimate on-site camping experience, complete with guest passes, golf cart, transportation, and more. Okay, see, that's what I would need to do. I would need my own golf cart. I need my own lodge so that I can go back and take naps whenever I want. Look at this thing. LAX shuttle pass. They are shuttling people in from Los Angeles. You guys, this is out of hand. This is so out of hand. Wow. Huh. I I am even more upset now than when I first started talking about this. Wow. Why? Why? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I guess the only... Oh, you have to join a wait list for this. Wow. People are dedicated to this thing. This thing sounds awful. Any festival to me sounds awful, you guys. This is me. This podcast is going to be me ranting about how awful festivals are. <laughs> they just seem so miserable. You just know you're going to be covered in dirt and sweat and I don't know. Maybe I'll go one year to see, but I will definitely be spending $11,000 for my own golf cart. Like, there's no way. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't know. I 
again, I don't understand. Do you guys remember Fire Festival? That would have been wild to experience. They literally locked people inside the airport. Okay, sorry, I got off tangent. <laughs> There's the prices if you guys are interested. The lowest one is $500, but you're basically like a peasant. Okay, so there's two weekends, Friday, April 2nd, or 12th and 19th. The main person is Lana Del Rey, which I heard someone went to her and she was so high that she could barely even like enunciate the words or like sing. And they said it just wasn't very good. I am, now I'm hearing that from a friend of a friend, I think of a friend, <laughs> and that could have been forever ago, but I'd be pissed if I went to a concert and the person was so high or drunk or whatever they couldn't even like perform well okay peso pluma that is a singer that britney broski is obsessed with lizzie lil uzi vert i don't even know half these people you guys um clown core mall grab narrow head what yeah again that's not it's not Anything I heard Miley Cyrus was rumored to be um, here, and I will say that might be intriguing to me. I th also think it's because I haven't seen her live in 10 years. So I, I that's like Miley Cyrus is on top of my list right now because she is a great performer. She has great vocals. Her song, she has so many good songs. Like, I would pay lots and lots of money to see her. But... Again, I don't know. Suki Waterhouse? I thought she was an actress. Huh, interesting. She's the one that's um, pregnant with Robert Pattinson's child. And I think she was in Daisy Jones and the Six. Um, okay, so um, Saturday, April 13th and 20th, Tyler, Tyler the Creator and Blur. I don't know. Who is Blur? Um, Ice Spice. Which Doesn't she have like four songs? <clears throat> Sublime. Um... Bleachers, I, I don't, again, it's like the, and then as the names go on, they just get smaller and smaller. And I'm like, so that, like, who's going to know any of these people? I don't know. I just don't like house music. I don't really, like, when you see DJs performing and it's just the same beat over and over and over and over again, it's like, hey, we're done. We're done. This is so boring. Like, keep going. Like, do something interesting. Like, when you go to the club and they the DJs want to be all edgy and, like, their own thing and, like, take great songs and then, um, like, mix them and make them their own and just ruin them. We're like, no, this is not what we want. We want the songs that the pop queens have given us. <laughs> like, stop it. Just push play and leave us alone. Okay, so Doja Cat is the next day, Sunday, April 14th. Um, yeah, I... Little Yachty, DJ Snake, I don't know, he was even, Renee Rapp, look, I'm so sorry, why is BB Rexa smaller than <clears throat> the this top line? BB Rexa deserves way more recognition than she gets. Like, she, she is, is on A-list type songs. Like, her songs are on top of the charts constantly. She has a great voice, she's a great performer, why is she below... She is below Renee Rapp. What the hell is going on? Wow, you guys, I did not realize this would make me so angry. This is so disheartening. I don't know, maybe I should just go there to complain. <clears throat> I'm like, uh, where, look, someone's name is Jockstrap. This, this is the, this is what you guys are paying $11,000 for? Really? This? I, I just, I don't get it. I think the only way you'd see me there is if I was invited to go with, like, Tana Mojo or um, Brooks Cofield or Brittany Broski, like, I need VIP access, I need backstage permission, I need a chair, I need, you know, a place I know that is mine, I can go and lie down. <laughs> and I can go out when I want to, see the person perform, even if it's behind the stage, you know, or on the side. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's how I'm getting there. I'm not going there to stand in that crowd with everybody else. There's smelly asses and just, you know, their pores reeking of alcohol. Okay, anyway, um, <clears throat> I guess you guys know my opinion on <laughs> Coachella. That BB Rexa thing makes me so pissed. Why? Do you want to hear some of the names before her? Um, AP Dylan, uh, Lil Yachty, first of all, what? 
DJ Snake, who hasn't had a hit since 2014, Ludmilla, John Summit, uh, Karen Leon, Anima. I-, I just, I am beyond upset right now. Um, also, there's no doubt is supposed to re regroup or whatever. No doubt, if you guys don't know who that is, is Gwen Stefani's band she was in before she branched out on her own. They sing, um, I think they sing, I'm Just a Girl. Oh, I'm just a girl. Um, or the song, this always reminds me of uh, 50 First Dates, the you really love me underneath it all. That's who that is. So that should be interesting. But again, you will not be catching me at this horrendous event. Okay, let's move on. What's next? What do I have in my little list? Um... Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo and Dua Lipa are set to perform at the Grammys, which is like February 7th, I think. Um, Is that right? Something else was on February 7th, too. Oh, it's Abbott Elementary. That's when that comes out. When is the Grammys? When are the Grammys, I should say? February 4th. Sorry, my apologies. Um, Yeah, they're performing. I'm guessing Billie Eilish is going to perform What Was I Made For, unless she surprises us with her some of her new music she's coming out with. Um, I'm not sure what Olivia Rodrigo will do. And I have a feeling that Dua Lipa will either perform Houdini, which is uh, fantastic, I love that song, or she'll release something, another single within the next few weeks. I guess she doesn't have that long. She's got to hurry. She wants to do that um, and then perform that. Or do like a mashup or whatever. Um, so that should be interesting. I'm excited to see that. Emma, did you guys know this? Emma Stone and Kieran Culkin used to date. I had no idea. I just found this out recently. Um, and also Ali Wong and Bill Hader are dating. Um, Ali Wong is... Uh, is she a comedian? I think she's a comedian too and an actress. Um, she was in that movie uh, Netflix a couple years ago where she's a chef. What was that called? Anyways, it was really good. Um, and Bill Hader is, he used to be on SNL. He's on Barry. He's the main character of Barry. Um, he was in Trainwreck with Amy Schumer, which that movie is really funny. Enough with the Amy Schumer hate. Um, okay. Yeah, they used to date. And Kieran Culkin is, um, I mean, <laughs> the way you, the way most people would know him from is um, he's Macaulay Culkin's uh, brother, which Macaulay Culkin is the guy from Home Alone, but Kieran Culkin is the one that's winning all these awards right now for Succession, that really popular show. Um, Elton John won a, an EGOT, um, which basically means <clears throat> a Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So you just like win all those categories, which is kind of a coveted position to be in. Um, not not a lot of people have that. I think it's like. Um, oh, I thought I still had the tab up here. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, there's, pro- I think there's like 20 people that have it. And Whoopi Goldberg is one of them. Isn't that interesting? Whoopi Goldberg, Audrey Hepburn, um, Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's the one that produces like basically all the popular shows on, um, Broadway. He was also <laughs> one of the guys behind the Cats Catastrophe, the movie, um, he did like Phantom of the Opera. It was probably what most people would know him from. Anyway, um, so yeah, he has won all those. Um, I'm not really sure what Golden Globes, like Golden Globes and Emmys are basically the same thing, aren't they? I think Oscars is just movies. Golden Globes is movies and television. And so is the Emmys, isn't it? It'd have to be. And then a Tony is like the the award show for um, Broadway like plays and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, he won it for his uh, farewell tour, um, Elton John live farewell from Dodger Stadium. So apparently, when he won, um, he was at home sleeping. He was in England, and his husband I think it was his husband called him and woke him up because he was just recovering from knee surgery or something. I'm like, that sucks. You're making history, and you're like, just had knee surgery. Um, so yeah, that's cool. It's cool for him. Did you hear Carmen Electra is changing her name? 
uh, to Carmen Electra. I thought when I read this, it was going to be, she was changing her name back to her original name, you know, going back to her roots, but no, she's changing it from her mate, her like main name to Carmen Electra, which her main name is Tara Lee Patrick, which I I don't know. Like why this long into your career? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't get that, but oh well. Um, okay, I didn't really know this either. I guess I did, but every time I hear it, it kind of surprises me. <clears throat> I think I'm getting him or her confused with Kaya Gerber, because Austin Butler's dating Kaya Gerber. But Jacob Elordi is dating Olivia Jade. And who is Olivia Jade, you ask? She is the one that was part of the huge college admission scandal. Um, her mom, Lori Laughlin, she used to be on um, Full House. Um, her mom was the one that paid to get her into school, which... I don't, I don't know. Like, are we that shocked that parents are buying their way into, or buying their kids' way into school? Like, I thought everybody knew that happened. Like, isn't that just basically how the world runs? Just rich people just pay other rich people to, you know, stay rich and, and, uh, get, you know, get their, uh, what am I trying to say? Just get what they want. Like, I guess it's a good thing that they're trying to penalize people for it because, uh, you know, there are tons of kids that get in on scholarships, tons of like poor kids and like people that would never be able to afford to go to these schools, get in on grants and stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess that's good. They're trying to like crack down on it, but like they went hard on these people like, um, Felicity Huffman. She was on Desperate Housewives, which is one of my favorite shows ever. Um, like, they did not, they had no remorse for her, or Lori Laughlin. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, Olivia Jade, I think she got off scot-free. I, I don't know, I think it's just interesting, like, the people that <laughs> the money was paid for, they didn't even get in trouble. It was the people, their parents, that got in trouble. And they, like, faked them, like, being on the rowing team, like, the boat, the boat sport or whatever. I just think that's interesting. I remember, though, that, um, I think it was, it was Dr. Dre, he tweeted something, like, so ridiculous that parents are um, paying their way for their children to get into school, and they should just be doing it themselves, like, the hard way and stuff, and someone's like, um, didn't you just, like, give the school, this university, like, $50 million to build a new building down the street or something, and he deleted the tweet, because <laughs> someone called him out, um, but yeah, again, I just, I, the whole time this whole thing was going on, I was just so in awe, like, people were so shocked and so upset by this, I'm like, you know, this happens constantly, like, I don't understand what everyone's so pissed off for, um, anyway, Olivia Jade is, um, when you type her in on Google, she's a, an American YouTuber, so there you go. Um, also Jacob Elordi and Renee Rapper on SNL this weekend. And I'm so mad. I tried to stay up. I was like, okay, I'm going to come home. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to wake up at nine and then I'm going to watch, um, SNL. No, I turned on, um, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and I fell asleep and didn't wake up until the morning. So I missed it again, but they did pretty good. I watched it the next day. It was pretty funny. Um, Renee Rapps performed Snow Angel and Not My Fault, the new Mean Girls song, and she brought out Meg the Stallion, but when she, before she performed Not My Fault, um, at the beginning, you know, they always announce, like, once again, Renee Rapp, but this time it was Rachel McAdams, which is iconic, because Rachel McAdams is the one that played the original Regina George and the Mean Girls, um, and so that was just kind of fun, because Regina, or Rachel McAdams is kind of an MIA for, like, all of the, um, all of the Mean Girls reunions, all the Mean Girls, like, revamps, like, she's just, and even, like, there's a picture that's gone around of the original Mean Girls cast, like, a Polaroid photo, and everyone's in it but um, Rachel McAdams, and I'm sure she was, like, so busy at that point, she was, like, doing all these, like, she was just, like, the hottest new thing on the scene, so I'm sure she was super busy, but you just, I don't know, kind of got the vibe that she wasn't really loving... But then you hear her talk about it. She's like, no, I loved it. I really just do. I, but I'm just, just time conflicts. And maybe she's one of those people that, you know, doesn't say yes to everything, which, you know, good for her because it's taken me a very, very long time to, to say no to things I don't want to do. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I was a celebrity, though, I would say yes to absolutely everything because you just never know when it's going to end. Um, 
Yeah, and she, I guess Rachel, or I guess I saw it. Rachel McAdams did a uh, a scene on SNL too. She, they were like in this acting class, and people were like, "You look so much like Rachel McAdams." She's like, "I know, but I'm not." <laughs> and anyway, it's funny just to watch. She did a pretty good job, but you could tell she was. It was like kind of last minute because she was reading from the card. You could totally tell, which is, I mean, it's fine. But then, like, what the jokes the other people would make, she would laugh like try not to laugh so hard because. I think she just kind of just came and like was thrown in. So anyway, they did pretty good. But next week is um, Dakota Johnson, who I love. I love her. Did you see the article where she's like, um, I'll drop everything if I'm too stressed or overwhelmed and take a bath. I'm like, wow, queen, queen behavior. And she sleeps like 12 hours a day if she can. I'm like, wow, I just can't even imagine. Did you guys ever see her house on um, Architectural Digest's house tour or whatever? Or was it the Vogue? I think it was Vogue, 72 questions. Her house looks so fun. Um, yeah, so that was SNL. There's a Wiver- w- Wizards of Waverly Place reboot in the works. Um, supposedly Selena Gomez and David Henry, who was her brother. What was Alex? What, I can't remember her brother's names. Um, anyway, her older brother is is already signed on to be in it, um, so that should be interesting. But did you guys hear Madonna's getting sued? Madonna is so interesting to me. Um, I feel like she's one of those people that has been around forever. Like you just there's like there's just not really a time you don't hear of her being around. Kind of like Dolly Parton, kind of like um, how Betty White was. Like there's just some people that like Mariah Carey that have just been in every decade it seems like so madonna's one of them but people she had shows like during the middle of the week like during work weeks you know or work days and she was supposed to come out on stage at 8 30 and she didn't come out till 10 30 now i would be pissed as well like i don't know how far this is gonna go i i doubt i mean what what are they gonna say like i i don't understand what what their um agenda is like what their court winning statements going to be but um I, I will say that happened to me with Nicki Minaj she had four openers and she didn't come out on stage until 10 30 I'm like my friend Kayla was like the very end and she's like look hey let's go I'm like uh, no I did not fly all the way to Denver to, to leave this concert like I'm staying to the very end and uh but like by the time we left it was like 1 30 I'm like yeah this this is like way too late to be doing this to people um emily in paris do you have any emily in paris fr- uh, fans out there i love that show it's just so like light and um i guess how i would describe it is pastel-y <laughs> like the pa- all the colors are pastel and like spring vibes and summer vibes you know like i just love the whole entire vibe of that show they just started filming again but did you see um ashley park she plays her what is her friend's name on um, Emily in Paris. Hang on. Emily in Paris. Uh, Mindy. Her friend Mindy. Um, she was hospitalized for tonsillitis, which is kind of scary because I think we just saw her. I think it was at the Critics' Choice Awards. But, um, yeah, this show's really good, you guys. You should watch it. It's a good, it's a good, easy, easy binge. I guess you could say it's on Netflix. Um, so yeah, uh, Lizzie McGuire, so there's more coming out about why that show didn't go anywhere. And I guess they were trying to put it on Disney Plus. And I don't know if this was before Disney Plus re kind of put out a statement saying they're they changed like their rating because they wanted more adult not adult, but like more grown up shows to be able to be on that platform. Um, but like one of the like the storylines was so the storyline is she's an interior designer and her boyfriend cheats on her so she goes back home and then she ends up waking up in ethan's bed and the little animated lizzie mcguire girl comes out and she has like this checklist and she's like uh it was like a to-do list and one there was ethan slater is that his name ethan slater why does that sound wrong i don't think that's right you guys (laughs) but why does that name sound so familiar hang on Ethan's, oh my gosh, no, that's, that's Ariana Grande's, um, home-wrecking husband or whatever he is. Um, no, 
uh, Ethan, what is what is his name on the show? Anyway, she wakes up in his bed and she has a to-do list and on there is his name and she crosses it out and then crosses it out again, like referring to twice. So that's probably one of the reasons that Disney did not pick it up to put on Disney Plus because they wanted it to be more adult, which it would have worked. I don't know why they were so adamant on not doing it. Did you guys also hear that? Um, I, I never watched a Disney Plus like the uh, Marvel shows. The only one I watched was um, uh, WandaVision, which was phenomenal. Like, why did they put so much effort into that and then nothing into the other shows? Um, that's like the only good show on there with the Marvel stuff. I feel like the other is just so thrown together, so just like n- not enjoyable. But um, there's She-Hulk with Tatiana Maslany, I think is her name. And they spent $225 million on that show. And it's it, it they got canceled. She's like, yeah, I think we kind of used up our budget. <laughs> like, they're not going to invest in that anymore. Like, for a show that's not even, like, we'll never, you'll never see those profits. Like, you'll never see those that money again. So $225 million. That is insane for a TV show on a streaming platform. I don't know. Streaming platforms, I think they're starting to struggle. I think they're realizing... Like, Disney's bringing back movies that was released during COVID that they had to put straight to Disney+. Plus. They're bringing them back to theaters. Like, Luca, um, I think Raya. Um, what other show? There was another one I saw. Anyway, because they're trying to recoup their money. Because, like, I don't know. They're just realizing everyone's raising their, their prices again. So frustrating. Um... <clears throat> anyway, did you guys see they're doing a Polar Express 2? I'm pretty excited about that. There was a phase in my life where I hated Polar Express, but that was back when, like, I thought it was cool to hate things. And now I'm in a time of my life where I'm like, it is so uncool to hate things. Like, I hate when people just hate stuff for no reason. Like, if you have a valid reason, I totally understand. Or if you're just like, I just really, I don't vibe with this. I don't, you know, I'm kind of, I just don't like it. Like, good but like when people just hate it just to hate it i'm like what is the point what are you trying to um to do here like is there some kind of agenda you're going for i just don't get what people have to hate so much if you don't like it that's fine just don't what don't like give it any attention but like people are like oh i hate that oh i hate that. i worked with this this lady once and she hated everything i'm like i am so sorry like you like i don't know what happened but you are just, I, I don't know what, like, you're just so miserable. I don't understand what is going on. Like, you hate everything. She hated Kristen Wiig. She hated Taylor Swift. She hated everybody. I was like, what do you do? What do you do when you go home? What shows do you watch? Because you're limiting yourself so much. Like, what music do you listen to? I just, I don't understand. I don't get people that just hate just to hate. So, like, people that hate Chris Brown. Obvious. People that hate, um... I don't know. Who else do people hate? Um, but like when people are just mean for no reason, it makes no sense to me. Anyway, there's that. Um, also, oh, I want to just talk about this article. Let me see if I can pull it up. This is the last thing and then I'll leave you guys alone. You guys can go about your week and do your thing. Um, let's see. So Jeremy Allen White, he's, I know him from, um, I know him from, shameless but now he's in that show the bear that's winning all these awards and people say they loved it he's also in that wrestling movie with um zach efron where they all look so weird someone said um zach efron looks like lord farquaad with muscles um headline let's see oh dang it i probably can't find it hang on let me i'm gonna pause for a second so i can find it because this whoever wrote this has a agenda for this guy Okay, I found it. Um, Okay, so this is an actual headline someone wrote about this guy. Um, So he's the new, like, you know, campaign person from Calvin Klein. He's, like, super ripped. Um, Just so frustrating because you see so many pictures of him smoking. I'm like, that is so disheartening. Like, you can look like that, but literally put poison into your body. (laughs) Me as I'm clutching my Elani drink. Um, And you can look like that. Like, that is so unfair. Anyway, this article, this headline says, Inside the life of Hollywood's newest bad boy, hunk Jeremy Allen White is a chain-smoking, troubled former addict who's been through a messy divorce and must be breathalyzed every time he sees his children. 
that is the headline, you guys. What? <laughs> who approved that, first of all? Who would write that? Who would think that in their brain and think, oh, this is a good, this, this will get attention? I cannot believe someone dared even do that. That is so shocking to me. How rude, first of all. That is so embarrassing. And not embarrassing that he's had to go through all this stuff and, like, whatever. Like, everyone, you know, has their has their stuff they go through but like to be just drug out like that on or sorry i guess i should use a different word (laughs) um dragged out like that on on uh national it was on the daily mail like wow that is so sad if i read that about myself i would be like hmm well you know it's kind of like one of those things it's like people like are aware of and he's obviously changed his life around but um people just can't let it go like, that's all he'll be known for, apparently, to that person who wrote that article, and now to all these people around the world, a drug-addicted person who has to be breathalyzed every time he wants to see his kids. Like, how sad. Like, I, I don't know. I do not get some people. Like, why would you think that's okay? I don't know. I would never do it, but oh well. Um, anyways, that's it, you guys. That is all for me right now. I'm back. I'm healthy. Um, I will be eating as healthy as possible because I never want to get sick like that again. I lost a whole week of my freaking life. Um, but yeah, I hope you all have a good week. It's almost the end of January, which is so crazy to me. Um, but time flies, time does fly. So especially when, well, not when you're sick, but time does fly. Uh, yeah. What should I leave you with? What words of wisdom should I leave you with? Um, I don't know. I just, you know, hope one day maybe I can be on the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, you guys, that would be so awesome. Has there even been a man on the Cosmopolitan cover? I don't know. I'll be the first one, though. I'll be the first one. Honestly, any magazine cover at this point, I will take. I will take it. So, National Enquirer, here I come. Thank you all for listening. Please tell all your friends about me and this podcast and how awesome it is and how it benefits your life in every way. And please follow me on Instagram um, at KC underscore K and rate and review and share. And thank you. Bye.